Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, March 18th, and I'm your host, Rena Sherbel. Our top stories today, U.S. and China hold talks on Ukraine, energy stock sweep, and Moderna seeks approval for second booster shot. Leading today's news, U.S. President Joe Biden is set to talk with China's President Xi Jinping this morning, and Biden's expected to impress upon China's leader that there will be consequences for involvement in the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Biden will, quote, make clear that China will bear responsibility for any actions it takes to support Russia's aggression, and we will not hesitate to impose costs, so said Secretary of State Anthony Blinken on Thursday. The message doesn't vary from that conveyed in talks between senior officials of the two countries on Monday. China has denied that it has been asked to assist Russia's military and maintain that it is completely impartial, though U.S. diplomats reportedly told allies that Beijing has indicated it could help Russia with weapons. That call between U.S. and China is expected to take place at 9 a.m. Eastern. China may be reluctant to court an economic battle with the West, given the problems it's facing domestically that have forced the government to reassure risk markets, not to mention its continued battle to contain COVID. Stock markets in Shanghai and Hong Kong are taking a breather today after seeing the biggest two-day rally since 1998. BTIG said that China's stocks saw the volume and velocity of a washout, but did warn that 9% gains were not usually indicative of a low. The buying of the beaten down shares was spurred by a government pledge for stock-friendly policies that would stabilize markets, stimulate the economy, and not expand a trial of property tax reform. In the latest Bank of America fund manager's survey, only 1% saw a China credit event as a tail risk. She signaled for the first time yesterday that China's government is willing to make adjustments to its COVID-0 policy that's putting more strain on the economy. Shenzhen, a vital tech hub, is still under lockdown amid a new outbreak. Morgan Stanley said there would be a hit on global oil demand if China's COVID policy ultimately were to be unsuccessful. The Bank of Japan on Friday announced its decision to hold steady on monetary policy. In a largely expected decision, the Japanese central bank kept its interest rate targets unchanged. Oil prices extended their rally on Friday at the end of a third volatile week of trade after slim progress in peace talks between Russia and Ukraine raised the specter of tighter sanctions and a prolonged disruption to oil supply. Energy easily topped Thursday's S&P sector standings as U.S. benchmark oil prices reclaimed the $100 a barrel mark following three straight days of decline to $95. April heating stood out among energy commodities, up over 12.5%, while April gasoline was up over 7.5%. Russia shows absolutely no signs of halting its military offensive and should be judged on its actions, not words, RBC Capital's Halima Croft said, adding that Russian oil export losses will likely prove enduring and that offsetting barrels are in short supply. The International Energy Agency's stark assessment that the market could lose 3 million barrels a day of Russian oil from April have prompted supply worries, said Victoria Scholar, head of investment at Interactive Investor. Still, Scholar said, if the Ukraine war continues to show tentative signs of easing, the dizzy heights of almost $140 for oil are unlikely to be repeated in the immediate term. The energy sector also enjoyed a lift from Warren Buffett's vote of confidence as Berkshire Hathaway loaded up on more shares of Occidental Petroleum earlier this week. Predicting a decline in Russian production from April, Morgan Stanley raised its Q3 Brent price forecast by $20 to $120 per barrel. 
gold eased on Friday, and prices were set for their biggest weekly drop since late November, as hopes for progress in Russia-Ukraine peace talks dented the metal's safe haven appeal. A news assessment by the Pentagon's Defense Intelligence Agency says Vladimir Putin will likely threaten a nuclear option if the war drags on. Bloomberg reported that Lieutenant General Scott Barrier said protracted occupation of parts of Ukrainian territory threatens to sap Russian military manpower and reduce their modernized weapons arsenal, while consequent economic sanctions will probably throw Russia into prolonged economic depression and diplomatic isolation. As this war and its consequences slowly weaken Russian conventional strength, Russia likely will increasingly rely on its nuclear deterrent to signal the West and project strength to its internal and external audiences. Russian forces have largely bogged down outside major cities in Ukraine and have turned to shelling them from a distance, including dozens of confirmed attacks on health facilities during the war that entered its fourth week. In stock news, Moderna has asked the U.S. FDA to amend its emergency authorization for its COVID-19 vaccine to include a second booster dose for adults 18 years and older. The request follows that of Pfizer and BioNTech made on Tuesday. However, those companies are asking for the agency to expand a second booster in adults 65 years and older. Moderna said its amendment is for a broader adult population to give the CDC and doctors flexibility in determining the appropriate use of an additional booster. The company added its request is supported by recent data from Israel and the U.S. after the Omicron variant emerged. Moderna is also working on an Omicron-specific vaccine and another that is a combination of its original vaccine with the Omicron one. General Electric disclosed that CEO Larry Culp's annual equity incentive award was cut by two-thirds to $5 million from 15 after shareholders voted against the company's executive compensation plans at the annual meeting last year. The change takes effect this year and will bring Culp's total target compensation down to about $11 million from an original projection of about $21 million after earning $22.7 million in 2021. The cut in Culp's total pay reflects our desire to recognize and meaningfully respond to our shareholders while continuing to provide a performance incentive, the company said in an SEC filing. First Majestic Silver received regulatory consent to extend its share repurchase program over the next 12 months, commencing on March 22, 2022, and ending on or before March 21, 2023. The company will repurchase up to 10 million common shares, or approximately 3.8% of the issued and outstanding shares of the company as of March 9th, 2022. Solar Edge Technologies was down nearly 2% after hours after the firm priced 2 million shares of its common stock at $295 a share for total gross proceeds of $590 million. Underwriters over allotment is an additional 300,000 shares. The sale of the common stock to the underwriters is expected to settle on March 22nd of this year. Net proceeds from the offering will be used for general corporate purposes. If you're wondering how to position your portfolio in these volatile times, Growth Investor Pro, a Seeking Alpha Marketplace service, an investing community focused on finding the stocks that are best suited to outperform the S&P 500 over this next year. It combines pro-grade fundamental and technical analysis and highlights key entry and exit points. It's also offering a 25% first-year discount. Check out Growth Investor Pro on Seeking Alpha's Marketplace.
And as of 6.20 a.m. today, global stock markets are lower and everything looks red. In Europe at midday, all markets were down. U.S. futures all down. Crew down. Gold down. Bitcoin down. The 10-year Treasury yield is down three and a half basis points to 2.157%. Look for the existing home sales report at 10 a.m. Eastern and the Baker Hughes rig count report at 1 p.m. Eastern. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, the Cannabis Investing Podcast and Marketplace Roundtable Podcast on those platforms as well. Have a wonderful day.